honesty hour, I did not know what I was doing in regards to launching this podcast. And I wouldn't have been able to do it without Anchor. Anchor makes starting a podcast super, super easy and allows you to not only use their platform to distribute the podcast, but you can even go on your phone or computer and record and edit the podcast right on their platform. Best of all, it's totally, totally free. So if you're interested in starting a podcast, download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. To the Strange on Purpose podcast, this is episode two of the Kicks and Thrift segment. Uh, today we had on Goodland Vintage named Adam Tomchak. Um, Goodland Vintage on Instagram, huge in Milwaukee, huge really everywhere, um, has literally goes and thrifts every day, every single day, 24-7, and he kills it right now. Um, he's killing it. He's sold stuff to Diplo, and he's known in the Milwaukee community and elsewhere uh, for what he finds. He, he's found some amazing stuff. Um, so we talked a lot about, uh, obviously thrifting and how that relates back into entrepreneurship and, uh, getting his business started, uh, kind of three months down the road. So, uh, here we go. Cool. Well, today we, I have on Adam, uh, on the kicks and thrift podcast. Um, Adam, thanks for jumping on with me today. No problem. AKA, uh, Adam is Goodland vintage on Instagram. He has a pretty big following. I've been following him for a little bit. Um, because thrifting has been part of my life, not in the public eye for a long time. Right. Um, how'd you get into it? Um, getting into thrifting, that was something that um, my brother and I got into as like kids um, growing up. Um, mother not really having that much money, we kind of, you know, she would take us to, you know, Salvation Army, Goodwill, yeah. and uh, that's how we would get our clothes. Um, and that was a time when. Um, you were kind of like embarrassed to yeah. to go into a thrift store. You'd kind of like yeah, hide exactly. your face and be like, "Mom, like I don't want used clothes. Like take me to the mall and yeah, pay full price, the, <laughs> pay full price for like a brand new pair of pants and stuff." But um, that's just it started at a really young age, and I don't know. I it's really just it's so fun to do. Yeah, that's awesome, dude. And it's kind of weird. I didn't even know that uh, you're really connection was your like you and your brother going and obviously your mother too like it it's kind of cool my um throughout high school and everything i come from a similar background my parents didn't have too much money um and we had to hey here's five bucks like go have fun do the best you can at the thrift store with five dollars exactly well my parents said go have fun and we would go we would say okay we're gonna go make ten dollars we would go to the thrift store and then uh we go actually we'd go to less thrift stores, we go to a lot of estate sales and garage sales. Yeah, garage sales were the thing too. So yeah. I was like, let's go walk around the neighborhood and see like what's happening. But exactly. It was mostly like summertime because obviously in the winter, it sucks. Yeah, and you're not obviously, gonna, exactly, you you're can't not find. Walk the- around and be like, yeah, let's triple layer up and go find some stuff at a garage sale. But yeah, rummage sales, thrift stores. I never did, and I still don't really do estate sales. I want to get into those because yeah. I know I have friends that find like the craziest stuff at estate sales and they get it for super cheap. So that's, that's one aspect. Of- I, I really do recommend it. Like estate sales are, um, in high school and like, uh, kind of almost in middle school, we used to go to estate sales a lot as my parents still go. I still go, um, a lot of cheap stuff. Sundays are the best days, but if you, um, <laughs> if you don't want to get in trouble, I, um, 
we may may not use this in the podcast, but no, no, you go okay. Fridays, you go Fridays, and then uh, Sunday's a half off day, so you hide whatever you find on Friday around the house. You hide it in the yeah, I'm it's, hide it's in the drawer. Yeah, here. exactly. We yeah. would we would really hide it everywhere, um, and then Sunday go back for the half off day. Okay, so it would be me. That was the thing me and my brother did the most. Is like okay, we'd go on Friday, and then Sunday would go make get it for half price and then go sell it for double that price what it was actually right. worth in estate sales uh to like a resale shop or uh plato's closet or something like that yeah and that's how like me and my brothers or me and my brother butted heads a lot uh but that was oh, the one me, me too yeah i mean that's uh, a brother thing that's a brother thing like you love each other but then it's like i hate you at yeah. the same time it's like, <laughs> i'm gonna punch you in the face yeah, yeah that type of stuff and uh, we, it's funny, we sat down and, uh, that was the way we bonded. And I moved to Milwaukee about seven years ago from the Chicagoland area. Okay. And he came, uh, for a year or actually a semester to the same college as me. Okay. Um, but since I moved to Milwaukee, I started getting more into thrifts and less into the estate sales and the garage sales because I lived, I lived on the East side. I lived over here. So like estate sales and garage sales, you can find them on the East side, but they're not as common as, uh, Let's go to Brookfield and walk around Brookfield garage sales or something like yeah. that. Um, they're a lot more common in the suburbs. Right. Um, so I got a lot more into thrifting and thrift stores. And I just found, like, I was just talking to Juno about the, the bins. Like, I didn't even know the bins were a real thing in Wisconsin. I thought they, oh, were, yeah. they were only elsewhere. It's a new thing. They just opened um, last summer. So okay. not, not too long. Yeah, they've, not too many people had heard in like this year that they've been open and all of a sudden it just like the floodgates opened and like there's like 10 vintage dudes at a time so it's like you gotta be like on your game you yeah. gotta like that new row comes out you have to like okay like focus yeah exactly like, like I'm talking to someone and I'm just like oh a new row like um, you pause for a second like, <laughs> that's so hilarious. it's it's all just it's just a mind game like yeah. all the like just finding stuff and it's fun. Yeah. I, I, I do it all day, every day, and I don't really want to do anything else. Like, that's, that's all I think about. Like, when I'm not thrifting, I'm like, what am I missing out on? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. Who, who's finding this? Who's finding that? And I'm just like, yeah. it's an itch on your brain. You're just like, I got to I gotta go. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's awesome. And, like, <laughs> I was actually talking to someone um, today. He's uh, really big in the business community. And I told him... He got word that I'm doing this kicks and thrifts podcast, and he's like, "I think it's funny that you're so into the business aspect of obviously business, but then at the end of the day, like your true passion lives in s sneakers and like sometimes reselling sneakers and then thrifting and reselling sometimes as well." Yeah. Um, and he's like, "That applies so much into business every day." It's it, essentially he said like that's the. That's the true entrepreneur right there because if you can't sell that, how are you going to sell? Let's right. say you start your own company or you start your own product or something like that. So it's, I think it's such a it's a dope lesson that a lot of people don't get to do that many. Entrepreneurship is it's a big risk. Yeah, you're taking like you're literally taking a financial risk to make money. Yep. So that's that's something that I I was looking forward to. I was like I just like I was delivering at Jimmy John's part-time and then you yeah. know thrifting part-time and I was just like I reached a point where I was like you know I I gotta dedicate 110 percent of my time to thrifting reselling because yeah. you know what am I missing out on and I just I didn't want to be delivery driving anymore I was like this is stupid yeah like, I'm, I'm losing money not 
thrifting, but then it just took off. Yeah. I just dedicated like 100% of my time to like my Instagram page, yeah. reselling, you know, making money and finding cool things. And what's, it, what's been, what's the timeline? Uh, describe that a little bit more. So you quit your job at Jimmy Jumps to go in full time. When did you see like all that hard work that went on? When did you start seeing that actually pay off and like everything go, like you said, just hit the ground running? It was going well doing the Jimmy John's part-time and reselling part-time, but it really took off when I dedicated all that time to just reselling yeah. and thrifting. And I've met a lot of awesome people yeah. thrifting and reselling. You know, it's a, it's a, the vintage community is so close knit and you can meet a lot of great people. Yeah. And I've met some of the best friends I have now. I've met, like I ran into them in a thrift store and I was like, Oh, uh, I saw them grab something. I'm like, Oh, what'd you find? And then like you talk and, yeah. You just make friends and it's awesome. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, it's it's funny. I was actually at um the West Dallas Goodwill not too long ago and some guy actually came up to me and he's like, "Hey, I've never seen you around. It was a, one of the first times that I'd been to the West Dallas Goodwill." And I usually if I'm going that far, I'll just go to the one um off of more uh Moreland Road and yeah, yeah. Uh, that one's been really good to me. So I, if I'm going that far, I'm going to the one in Moreland Road. And I stopped at the West Dallas one on the way home, and this guy comes up to me. He's like, hey, I've never seen you around here. I, I have to ask, like, do, do you, what's your path? Like, do you resell and everything like that? And I, I thought it was a Goodwill worker, like, working undercover. I was like, no. no uh, I don't I don't, know. like, people ask me that, too. Like, oh, you resell? I'm yeah. like, I don't, like... I don't care. Like, yeah. like yeah, I, I resell. Yeah. That's, that's why I'm here. Like, exactly. They can, they can tell, I can tell a reseller from a mile away because, like, they'll go through the rack, like, incredibly fast. Yeah. I mean, that's what I do, too. So it's, like, the less time you spend at a store, you can just go to, like, I can hit maybe 20 stores in a day if I really wanted to. Yeah. So. That's dope. It's yeah, all about just knowing what you're looking for and. You, yeah. can hit, you can hit so many stores. Like, Milwaukee thrift stores are so, like, they're so close together. Yeah. So you can make a trip, like, a day trip out of just going around the city and going to different thrift stores. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. Juna actually said the first time he met uh, you was at the Salvation Army in Karehe. Yeah. And he said he was intimidated because he, he saw how fast you were going through uh, everything. <laughs> He's like, I don't yeah, know if I should go up to this guy. I know he was a reseller, but I didn't know. And it was just weird because he was going through it so fast. I was like, was like that's uh, awesome. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know what you you're looking for. Slow. Yeah. You know what you're looking for. Yeah. So, I mean, what's the point of just like standing there and just staring at <laughs> a shirt for like five seconds? Like, I mean, people who go there just to buy it for themselves, they'll just stare at a t-shirt for like 30 seconds. Like, yeah. You either want it or you don't. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and I try not to be rude about like getting in people's way. Like I'm trying to like just go through this aisle and yeah. find stuff and I'll let people do whatever they do in the aisle and I'll just go around them and like I'll come back. Yeah. So <laughs> that's hilarious. Well, so you've been doing this for a little bit now. What there's gonna be a lot of people that don't that listen to this that maybe don't go see the value in thrifting or anything like that. What's been the if you want to allude on it, what what's been like the best piece that you've found so far? Best your grail, piece I found. your grail so uh, far that you actually have found. I've such. I mean, I've found so much, but I have such a bad memory. If I had to <laughs> narrow it down, um, Tupac rap tees. Nice. Um, I've found maybe I think I found two of them. Okay. In like the span of like a week, um, 
and I sold both of them. I wish I hadn't. <laughs> it was like it was like instant regret, but like someone offered me a lot of money for both, and yeah. I was just like, I'll do okay. it. Actually, I think one I sold, one of them I sold. Um, on e- I think I actually sold both of them to round two. I was in L.A. Oh, dope. I was in New York for my birthday in August, and I sold one to them. And then I was in L.A. in this last February, and I sold the other one to them. And as soon as I walked out around two, I was like, damn, why did I do that? <laughs> it was like instant regret. I was like, I'm, I'm going to miss that shirt. Yeah. But, I mean, <laughs> I'm in the business to – I'm – you know, I keep a lot of things. Like, my personal closet is ridiculous. Yeah. But I'm in the business to, you know, to make money. So getting two Tupac shirts for maybe, like, five bucks for both and turning it into $600. Yeah. You know, it's like, okay, it's a, it's a no-brainer. Exactly. I can always, like, get another shirt in the future if I really want. But 100%. Like, do I want to turn down this much money just to keep one T-shirt yeah. or two T-shirts? You know, I'm... I'll get another T-shirt in the future. Yeah. So it's like, I'm that's down. awesome. That's awesome, and it's it's so true. Like, my girlfriend. So, not too long ago, I used to thrift. I I still do thrift. I th- thrift a ton. I was thrifting a lot for myself though. I was always like, you could go through my closet, and probably eighty percent of it was from a Goodwill, from a Salvation Army, or something like that. I was definitely like when I was growing up in high school and everything like that. I. I think I was like the start of the, okay, thrifting is kind of cool kind of phase. Right. Um, and I jumped on it in high school and I was like, you know what? I'm going to, I don't care what people think about me. I'm going to buy this uh, dope Cosby sweater because I think it looks dope on me. And yeah, I don't care co- if everybody laughs at me. I think it looks cool. Yeah. The coochie sweater. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I used to wear them in college and people, actually, when I first moved out to Milwaukee, I used to wear them a ton. And everybody made fun of me. I'm like, I, I don't care. They You're look like, good. It's like, you know, Biggie wore a yeah. bougie sweater, right? <laughs> Why are you making fun of me? But Biggie, Biggie wore it in school, but I wear it and you make fun of me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can pull it off better. I don't know. But like at the end of the day, he, um, these, those same people at, over time when they started seeing me wear it, wear it, wear it, I started seeing them at the thrift tr- looking for the same thing just looking for a Kooji sweater yeah. <laughs> yeah or even like even like a knockoff one that just looks like a Kooji sweater but it's not Kooji brand yeah as long as you have that look but I can't I can't pull those sweaters off no I really want to <laughs> but I'm just like I'm more into like solid colors like I'll just wear like I can't wear like rainbow colors yeah and that's mostly what Kooji sweaters are they're bright vibrant like you can see them from a mile away and i'm just like no i I don't want (laughs) to i don't want to stand out like that no yeah fashion sense is not bright colors yeah so that's hilarious maybe one day i'll wear a a kooji sweater but yeah not my style (laughs) well one of the things i do do after this podcast i'd even tell you this yet um juna told me what his grills were okay and then i'll i'm gonna try to deliver them as i'm going around and thrifting everywhere i my parents live in Chicago, so I do a ton of thrifting out there as well. Chicago's uh, great for thrifting. It yeah. can be, but Chicago yeah. thrift stores do tax a lot. They do. They do. It's bad. Um, the one that I go to a ton is in uh, Northbrook, and that one is just terrible. Like, There's been shirts that I see there, um, bleached holes, everything, and just because it's a 90s shack 
sweater, like Reebok collab type thing, it's $30. I'm like, oh, yeah, anything, what's like, going you, on? You, you find anything Michael Jordan yeah. at a thrift store in Chicago, you're, you're going to pay up. Yeah. But honestly, like, if I found, I mean, I have found Michael Jordan stuff, like old Nike stuff. Yeah. Anything Michael Jordan, if I find it and it's my size, even if they're taxing, I'll be like, you know, it'd be cool just for me. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm just going to wear it. So, you exactly. know, I'll pay... I'll pay your fifteen dollars for this T-shirt because you know it's it's dope. I can still make money on it. You know? Exactly. So that's hilarious. I actually do a ton of thrifting out in Chicago, and then my girlfriend's parents live uh, kind of by Portage, Wisconsin. Kind of, I like to do a lot of like Boondock Goodwill, like middle of nowhere. Middle Goodwills. of nowhere. Yeah. I, I want to like. I usually <laughs> stick around Milwaukee, like yeah. the outskirts of Milwaukee. I'll go down to Chicago, but. I've yet to explore like northern Wisconsin. Like I've yet to like go, like take a trip like north. Yeah, I, I want to. I want to like do like a loop around the state of Wisconsin. Just, That'd like, be cool. See what's out there, and hopefully come home with a car full. Yeah. Of stuff, but I just I get comfortable. I'm pretty comfortable with like going around Milwaukee and like on the outskirts of Milwaukee. Like the bins are maybe like a thirty minute drive. I live yeah. in, I live in Bayview, so okay. You know yeah. the, the bins aren't. I'll just hop on. You know, yeah. What is it? Forty three North. Uh, ninety four. Ninety four. Yeah. I hop on ninety four, and I'm there in like twenty five minutes. And you know, I'll I'll usually stay there. Like, I've been staying there all day, every day, like for the past like month and a half, because it's honestly like the smartest choice. Yeah. I mean, you're paying by the pound, and yep. you know, new rows come out pretty frequently. Um, I didn't want to, have to tell. Pe- I didn't want to like tell people my secret of where I go, <laughs> but you know, I mean, I'm competing with a lot of people anyway, so yeah, you know, more it, competition. It is, it is what it is. Yeah, you know, more competition actually it motivates me more to, you know, stay focused and like find stuff. So the more motivation, the better. Yeah, I actually found. Um, I'm pretty. I've been to the bins once so far, and I found a pair of all white Jordan ones, not too long ago. Right. And I know you're a Jordan 1 fan. Specifically Jordan 1. I mean, I like the 3s and the 4s, but usually yeah. I only have Jordan 1s. Okay. So that's – I'm not a sneaker head. Yeah. I, I would classify myself as a Jordan head. Yeah. Jordan 1. Yeah. So. <laughs> I there, I don't think you're alone. There's a lot of people that just – if they're wearing Jordans, they're wearing the Jordan 1. It's iconic, right? And well, it's comfy. For me, though, the Jordan 1, like, I skate. Yeah, okay. So the Jordan yeah. 1, like, reminds me of a dunk. It, it's, like, the sole is flat. It's just, like, it's essentially, like, it's a skate shoe. Yeah. Like, when the Jordan 1 first came out in 85, like, pro skaters were, like, they were skating in the Jordan 1. Yeah. It's a, it's a skate shoe. Yeah. So that's why I, I, I wear it, because it just reminds me of a skate shoe. And if I wanted to, I would skate in him. Yeah. I, I would skate in some, some Jordan 1s. Why not? That's what, um, so Brema out there that's literally the only thing like he said he he wants a pair of jordan ones just so he can skate them and he just bought the uh, the jordan uh dunk collab the ones that change colors the one the jordan ones that just came out yeah the ones there's that, the i think it's new york to paris ones that just came out were like the gray and silver and black yeah and then the jordan one la or la, LA, to, LA chicago. to chicago yeah, yeah. and those I didn't get those on the sneakers app. No. <laughs> but I got the Travis one, but I got the Travis Scott's oh, on the gosh. app. So I'm like, how did I get how did I get the Travis Scott's on the app, but I can't get the Jordan 1 app yeah. in Chicago. So I don't know that app terrible. It, it frustrates me so much. Yeah, I was on my way to Chicago actually and <clears throat> I I had my girlfriend drive 
to Chicago so I can just sit on that app and try to get the ones or Travis Scott ones and um, it kept it was doing the same thing to me that they were do, it was doing and to everyone, everyone was like can't process your payment right now and I yeah. was seriously trying like I was sitting on my phone for like an hour just yep. like refreshing refreshing and usually like when you when you check out it'll say like you're in line we'll let you know I didn't get any of that, and yeah. all of a sudden I'm still refreshing, refreshing, and then all of a sudden, like an hour later, the little like thing says purchased, and I'm like, whoa. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> I was like, I mean, honestly, like, the Travis, those shoes are not very appealing to me. I, yeah. I mean, I was just trying to get them to, like, I already traded them. Yeah. Like, I traded them for... Uh, the Jordan 1 Chicago 2015's brand new, and the Shattered nice. Backboards, because... I mean, I could have sold the the Travises, but I my goal was to like get them and trade them for a pair that I would actually like Wear. enjoy. Yeah. yeah, I didn't like them. Yeah, no, I I didn't. I was buying them at resell them actually, and um, I had the same problem, like I, same problem as everyone else. But I was going back and forth, back and forth, and then finally the app said, uh, "Congratulations" or whatever. You're in line. I was like, "All right, if everyone's having this issue, I shouldn't. Be, I should be fine, right? If if." I got this. I'm in line. All these people are having the issues. I should get them. Yeah. An hour later, you didn't get them. I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I was trying for, yeah, like I said, I was trying for an hour. And I, I had friends and people tell me they gave up after like 10 minutes. And I was like, dude, no. Yeah. Like, you should have it, kept still, it still showed that sizes were available. So yeah. I was trying for like, I mean, I, I don't think I've sweated that much <laughs> in a long time. But I was just yeah. like, come on, man. Like. <laughs> go through and i had like i had two phones going at the same time yeah. trying to get them on I, at least i got one yeah the other phone it was just sorry you missed out i'm like i got a pair yeah it's all good, <laughs> it's all good. that's hilarious if i would have got two pairs that I, I probably would have i mean i celebrated anyway yeah two pairs <laughs> i would have just been like gloating yeah like, yeah i got two pairs cool <laughs> well Moving it, like bringing it back to Goodlands. So Goodlands Instagram following is through the roof. Biggest in Milwaukee, correct? I, I believe. I don't know. Okay. I don't want to say yes. There might be um, some people out there that are. It just, I, I don't know if I'm the biggest. Okay. I'm, I'm not one to, um, I don't like bragging. No. But I really, like I dedicated so much time and effort into developing that page. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it, it paid off. Yeah. You know, I just like I focused 100 percent of my time to like, how can I make this page better? How can I appeal to, you know, potential buyers? Yeah. You know, just people who like looking at vintage on Instagram and, you know, it, it took off. Yeah. I mean, I. It's a lot of work. And I'm sure you post a lot and not in a bad way. Like I'm sitting there, I'm it's it's got it's on the top of my feed and I'm like, okay, what did he find today that I'm gonna be pissed out of, pissed off about because I didn't get the <laughs> That's that's my worry though, is like <laughs> yeah. me posting too much in like the span of like I'll post maybe like five things in like an hour sometimes. And I'm yeah. like worried about people like, oh he's he's posting like I don't wanna see this. Like he's <laughs> post he's posting too much. I'm just gonna keep scrolling past. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. I mean, the more you post, I mean, the more, like, you're going to get seen. Yeah. And people just told me that, like, there's, like, the little button with, like, the magnifying glass where you can see all these different pages. And yeah. people just told me that I would pop up there. And I'm, I don't know, it just, it just took off. That's and I don't know where this following came from. I was just, I think it hit maybe, once I hit 2,000, 
all of a sudden it just like exploded yeah and like i'd wake up to like 400 followers at once and i'm like like what is happening like wow. I, I i posted one photo overnight and, <laughs> um i've met i've actually met a lot of cool people though just through that page it's it's done a lot of good yeah and, and i want to like inspire other people to like you know if this is what you want to do you know develop your page that's number one because you're yeah. gonna other people will see buyers will see you know everyone will see it yeah that's so basically um you know who gary v is i'm really bad with names I'm okay better with i'm much better like he's a guy he was on, on facebook not too like he's on facebook right now but like he got his start on facebook a motivational speaker right okay he owns like ten thousand different brands um but he literally says, fuck this, fuck that, fuck this. Like, fuck your, your parents. If you want to do this, go do it type, type dude. Uh-huh. And um, he is like his big thing right now is telling people go resell stuff and like go to Goodwill and find like his thing right now is mugs. Um, you can, yeah, you can resell mugs, especially like old Disney mugs, stuff oh, like oh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you can, you can get a quick, you can get a quick buck on eBay or something like that. Um, and a lot of people are on the push right now. Like, what can I go resell and everything like that? Well, I, I know from firsthand, like it's not as easy as this guy's making it seem or like anybody's no, making it seem like, what would you tell somebody that's like, not, let's say it's a 15 year old that says, yo, I want to be like Paul Cantu. Or I want to be like you. How do I do it? Like, is it th- is it that easy or? I don't think there's anyone that wants to be like me, but <laughs> um, it's just, you know, putting in the work. Yeah. You can't just like, nothing's going to get handed to you. If you want to succeed, you have to go out there and get it. There's no one who's just going to be like, oh, he, he probably wants free stuff. Like, no, that's just, that's just not how it works, at least not in the vintage community. I mean, there's there are a lot of nice people. I've actually been gifted with a lot of clothing nice. so it's just all about putting in the work and you know yeah you'll see you'll see it you know progress and you'll get better and you know yeah. the harder you work the you know everything will just come into place yeah that's awesome and like what's the overall vision for you is it are you gonna keep doing are you gonna keep kind of running it the way it is are you trying to uh not mimic, but are you trying to do the same thing as round two? You're going to shut up your own shop or? Um, brick and mortar. That was, that's, that's always been a goal. I yeah. think that's like every reseller's like main goal is to have like a store of their own. Yeah. But, um, I do pretty well just through the, the page. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I used to have to, every single thing I would thrift, I'd be like, all right, I got to take photos and list it on ebay but with the following getting as big as it has which is still crazy to me yeah um i've been able just to sell through there so just completely wipe out like i'll still throw some some really good stuff on ebay just because you know it's ebay everyone's gonna see it yeah but most of the the whatever stuff stuff i'm just trying to you know move really quickly yeah i'll just throw on like the story sale but really good stuff i'll still try and take photos and put it on ebay because there's always money to be made, but yeah. I just I've dedicated so much time just like selling through my Instagram because the eBay fees and um, even with like Depop and all that other stuff, like yeah. I just I don't want to you know I'm making money and I don't want to give eBay like my invoice one time was like fifteen hundred dollars and I'm <laughs> like I'm done with this yeah like like cool I made I mean obviously you have to make a lot of money 
in order to get that $1,500 invoice. Yeah. But I was just like, no, it's, is this a smart business plan for me to have, right. you know, an invoice every month of $1,500? Cause you know, that's 12 months out of the year and that's almost, that's like $12,000. Yep. So I'm just like, I'm lo- I don't want to lose $12,000 to eBay. Yeah. That's $12,000 I want. Yeah, exactly. So I just want to, you know, develop my page and sell through there, but I'll still rely on eBay sometimes, but not as much as I needed to before right. the following got so big. And yeah, um, it's still pretty surreal to me. Like people just like, I have people come up to me and I had someone come up to me in a grocery store. I had no <laughs> idea who they were. And like, are you good land? And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> oh, I follow your page. You got a lot of cool stuff. And I'm like, wow, thank you. Thank like, you. It's, I'm like, my, I'm not a celebrity. Like, <laughs> I guess that's what it feels like. Yeah, to be a celebrity, some just random person <laughs> coming up to you at a grocery store. So, it's been surreal, and I've I've worked really hard, and I've wanted to do this for a long time. Yeah. So, uh, in terms of the question of the store, um, it'd be cool to open up a store one day. I that's could awesome. see. I've already like I'll drive past like buildings that are vacant, and I'll be like, hmm, maybe you know, Good Life Vintage could work here yeah. or here. Um, may, I'm, I'm trying to develop like a plan of maybe like two years yeah. to open up a store. Um, Have you? It's just tough for Milwaukee. Like I feel like Milwaukee is just starting to like dabble into like vintage. So right. I, I mean, it's not as big as Chicago. Yeah. Um, Indianapolis is not too far of a drive. That the vintage scene there is crazy. Yeah. I feel like Milwaukee is like on the way there. Yeah. So that's why like I'm a little hesitant to have a store a brick and mortar store right now. So yeah, it's in the, it's in the plan. It's in the future. I want to do it. Good. Good. Yeah. I think with, um, especially with brick and mortar, it's obviously any, anything like that is going to be a huge risk. Right. And, um, I think with brick, brick and mortar and hearing the, like I've been listening to conversations, like especially teenagers going into Goodwill after me or before me or something like that. There's a lot of kids growing up. that are like, like this is a cool thing to do in high school. Like, yo, after high school or after class, let's go to Goodwill or let's, let's do go this. Thrift, let's do, yeah. Exactly. Let's go thrift and find something. Um, so I think it's like Milwaukee, like you said, is slowly getting there. And I think when it hits, it's going to hit big. Right. So we're, we're so close to Chicago and the, the fashion scene in Chicago is, I mean, it's, it's Chicago. And yeah. Milwaukee's like, we're right there next to Chicago, but we're not there fashion wise right. with them. So we're, you know, I'm, I'm just trying to give Milwaukee a name, I guess. Yeah. I mean, Milwaukee doesn't need my help specifically, <laughs> but I'm just trying to get Milwaukee out there on like the map for like, you know, Milwaukee has a lot to offer. Yeah. That's dope. That's awesome. Random question. Do you have Goodland Vintage Trademark? I have an LLC, All right, cool. which I don't know if that's exactly a trademark. If you've been per se, running the LLC for a long time, essentially you have a, a, not essentially like basically if you some let's say I decided yo I'm gonna trademark Goodland Vintage, so anything with your logo, it's mine. You can't I can't do that because you have an LLC under that name. So just I making got, sure no one stole it or anything. Yeah, no, I got I got my LLC earlier this year. Okay, cool. I was like you know. Um, I just have to secure the name. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I, you know, there's Goodland Tattoo. Yeah. Um, and there's other places around Milwaukee with Goodland in its name. So Goodland Vintage isn't like, 
I'm not yeah. worried about someone like stealing it. But I just got the LLC because you know it actually made me feel like I actually had a business. That's awesome. I'm not just like selling clothes. You yeah. Know? I, it made me feel like you know like a true business owner. Yeah. So that's, that's awesome. Why the LLC was. It's. I mean, it's a big step. Yeah. It's like you're officially a business in like the state of Wisconsin. Yeah. So, what's uh, what's your basement look like? So I've I've seen the oh, I've man. seen the pictures <laughs> on your story and everything like that. You got. It seems like a pretty big room, filled. So, we have our own house. My wife and I have our own house, and mm-hmm. the basement is like it's fully finished. And when we got the house, the plan was like there's a room off to the side. Mm-hmm. And I kind of took over the whole basement. <laughs> it went from me just like having oh, rolling racks and stuff in this one room off to the side yeah. to me having, <laughs> I pretty much have the entire basement. I, I wanted to like have this cool like entertainment center along yeah. with all my stuff, but um, inventory just, you know, it, it, it grows every yeah. single day. I mean, I'm obviously moving stuff getting yeah. new and like selling stuff, but also bringing new stuff in. So it's almost like a vicious cycle. It's like you <laughs> want to sell stuff, but you're also like, <laughs> man, I have a lot of inventory. Yeah. But the basement is, it's crazy. Wow. It's like, I'll ha- I mean, people make appointments. Yeah. Um, I've had local artists come and shop and shout out Schley Berry. Um, she's, <laughs> she's a local rapper. She's come over and nice. bought some stuff. Yeah, she's a good friend of mine. Um, it's crazy. Yeah, people make appointments, come over and check out the stuff. And it's, I don't know, it's, it's crazy to me that like people like take time out of their day to want to come over and like buy stuff from me. It's yeah. still like, it's surreal. Yeah, that's awesome. That That's honestly like that's, Little kid Izzy, like that's his dream right there, and you're living you're living little kid Izzy's dream. So, uh, well, I, I'm, and can, probably can, little kid Adam's dream as well. Yeah, you, you <laughs> live vicariously through me if you, if you want to. Um, actually, it wasn't my dream as a kid to like do this. No, it just I mean, oh yeah, I, well, I've always had like I've always had interest in fashion and clothing and shoes, so it just like. One day I was just like, I'm going to, I want to, you know, I have such a huge passion for this. How can I be around this for the rest of my life? How can I make money and how can I just, you know, appreciate all of this stuff together? And it was starting a business. That's awesome. That's awesome, dude. I, I wish you good luck. And, um, we mentioned this earlier, um, hopefully in, probably six to eight months, we'll have you back on the podcast just talking about like, yo, what's changed the last six months? Maybe it blows up and you have a brick and mortar or you're building it out or something like that. I just want to hear that story behind everything. Yeah. Um, and sure. seeing your growth, like maybe you have 30,000 followers then, and then you're really moving some, some inventory. <laughs> I don't really keep count of the following, but um, it's maybe like a thousand a month. Wow. That's yeah. that's amazing. That's yeah, I don't know what happened, but yeah, it just <laughs> it just took off. I, I I really think it it's all about like consistency. Yep. Like same with like going on thrifting. Like you're not gonna find stuff if you're going to a thrift store like twice a week. It's yeah. all about being consistent. Like I go every single day, and that's what it is about developing your page. Post all the time. Yep. And it's just it's gonna take off. Yeah, I actually started, we started this uh, page called uh, Misfit Kicks. It's actually the uh, page I reached out to you on. Okay. Um, 
And essentially, it's just, yo, over time, I want it to be, okay, Milwaukee's this misfit city. And um, kind of uh, along the lines of Humans of New York, but and like shoes of, but just in Milwaukee. Okay. So I want to know, like, why are you wearing your Jordan 1s? I want to hear that story of why. And I want to know why dude across the street is wearing Birkenstocks. Like, is there actually a story to that? Or right. you just like extreme comfort or something like that yeah i mean honestly like jordans aren't the most comfortable shoe right but they're just cool to look at yeah i I, (laughs) I enjoy wearing them i mean growing up as a kid i my mom would have never thought to pay what jordans retail back then or maybe like one still 160 i think my mom was like are you crazy 160 for a pair of shoes like you know how many groceries that is (laughs) so it's like now that i have the ability to get these shoes and wear them it's like it's like i'm going back in time i'm thinking about like 15 year old adam who couldn't even think about having a pair of jordans or you know elementary school adam who was like envious of a kid like walking into class with like that new pair of jordans and you're just like yeah i gotta ask my mom (laughs) so but now that i have you know the ability to get my hands on not every jordan pair like on earth but just like to be able to have Jordans around, yeah, it's it's pretty cool. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, and consistent consistency, like you said, like I, it pissed me off, and I'm sure this happens to you all the time, but it pissed me off. I was going to the Oak Creek, Oak Creek Goodwill every day. I found a pair of Air Max Seven Twenties or Two Seven. No Seven. No, they were Air Max Two Seventies, um, yeah. and they were the Be True. Um, collab so it was part of Pride Month with Nike um, I found a pair like brand new they had the box and everything for 60 bucks and I was like okay what are the, what are these retailing at 220 I was like alright I'm taking these investment yeah investment yeah. exactly and then um, I didn't go the next day and the next day they had Yeezys and somebody found them and Goodwill po- they tagged Goodwill on them and they were brand new Yeezys authentic? authentic wow yeah I mean I <laughs> I I am not by any means an Adidas person. Like, no, I, I'm Nike until yeah. I'm Nike until I'm dead. So I mean, <laughs> Yeezy is just I don't know. I don't. I guess I personally don't under, understand the craze because yeah. they they kind of look like Walmart shoes. To they, me. they do. I'm just like people are hyped about those. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, to each their own. Yeah. Like because that's what that's what fashion is. You know, it's exactly. about wearing whatever you want. I don't want to knock people for wearing what they like, but personally, Kanye West shoes are just. I mean, his Nike ones, obviously, I'm a Different Nike story, guy. yeah. His, his, soul, like his, his Nike shoes were cool, but yeah. I don't know. Maybe to me, like, in my opinion, he makes terrible-looking shoes on purpose. Yeah. It's almost like, how many people are going to want to wear these? these yeah. are, like, these are terrible-looking Boy, shoes. Boy, and, like, his sock shoes that he was wearing at Coachella. Oh, like, man, those are terrible. And apparently uh, he might actually retail those. It's like, and you know damn well they're going to sell out. It's, it's Oh, like, yeah. It's I mean, dumb. Anything with his name on it's going to yeah. sell. I mean, he's never got any of my money. But. <laughs> it's funny you bring up the uh, the fashion aspect, actually. So um, I talk about this all the time. Um, I'm definitely a very casual person. Obviously, in business, that is looked at as very lazy or you don't have any drive or anything like right. that. Um, whatever I thrift, like yesterday I came in with a 90s uh, single-stitch Miami Hurricanes shirt on and 
probably has a rip or two there, but I, I like it. It's dope. I had shorts on. That's how I come into work. Um, mm-hmm. And it's a way to express your personality without actually expressing it through voice or through anything else. It's right. it, You're wearing what you wear, and you can tell a lot about a person uh, by what you wear. And I think it's, it's funny... Um, because a lot of people back in the day, and there are some people right now, and they're like, you got that at Goodwill? Why did you get that at Goodwill? Yeah, why do you shop at Goodwill? Why and it's like, it's like um, yeah. you don't know how much this is worth, or you don't get this, or you don't get that. Like, a lot of people don't know, but I had, like, probably a year ago, I did not have a single Jordan. I was a Jordan fan, did not have a single Jordan. I've been thrifting consistently for the past, like consistently, as in I'll go whenever I'm done with work or something like that. I've been, I've been thrifting at that point. I now have, uh, I believe it's approaching 10 pairs of Jordans all thrifted. And My Jordan ones are not thrifted. No? <laughs> I have six pairs. and Yeah. I, I've, I've had friends tell me, like, I'm wearing the, the breads, and I had my yeah. friend Mitch from Get Retro Vintage. He sold them to me for retail. So nice, yeah. That's that's why it's nice to have friends in yeah in, in this community because <laughs> you know they'll hook you up and it's cool to hook people up. But no, no Jordans I have I've thrifted. Wow. I wish, yeah, that'd be great. That's like every reseller's dream to find a <laughs> pair of Jordan ones. Like, oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. I've been I've been extremely lucky in the the shoe category. I've been um, my girlfriend's not into crazy shoes, but like, she really likes Converse, um, and she's like, my dream is to have every. <laughs> every color wave of converts converse and uh when we were chatting about it i was like i'm just gonna start looking for the ones you don't have at goodwill and i've been finding them more and more consistently and like in decent condition like put some jason mark to this and they'll be brand new um so yeah i've been i think that's what my my niche has been in in uh in thrifting has definitely been the shoes rather than i can never find something in the clothes like sometimes i found this pair or this yeah Actually, I have to show it to you. I wore it today. This Nike just zip up. It's probably fake, probably 100% fake, but it's just this dope. I actually like it. And I think people, um, when I started telling people that it was fake, they're like, oh, that's not actual Nike. But I think there's something cool about fake stuff at the end of the day. I think the bootleg trend has taken off. Yeah. Because people wear bootleg Gucci and yeah. all this bootleg stuff. And <laughs> you used to like it made fun of like oh that's fake but i guess now it's i mean i'll wear I'll, i've worn bootleg gucci i've worn yeah bootleg nike like it's cool <laughs> like that's what fashion's about but yeah like you know if you want to wear something bootleg like that's fine yeah i'm not gonna ridicule people for wearing bootleg stuff because i'd be a hypocrite if i did because exactly. i've worn it so it's like whatever that's cool. awesome that's awesome. Well, Adam, I appreciate you jumping on with me today. No problem. Um, and everyone can find you on Good Light Vintage on Instagram, Facebook as well, or no? There is a Facebook page. I don't. I'm not nearly as active on that okay. as I am. I've mostly just Instagram. I'll okay. post on Facebook here and there, but no, the Instagram is number one yeah okay so yeah uh you everybody can find you at goodland vintage on instagram and then at the bins you said correct yeah uh, you can can find me at the bins please bring me some coffee (laughs) well i appreciate you dude um looking forward to getting back together in six months yeah sounds good to me man appreciate you yeah let me turn